This is Making Shift Happen, and I'm your host, Jen Cates. Over the years, I've coached hundreds of clients to find their ideal self through the way they nourish their bodies and minds, and now I'm here to help pass on these same strategies to you. So let's stop the madness and get your results once and for all. Let's go. Hello, welcome to episode 125. Hopefully you caught up on a couple of missed episodes the other week when I had a break week. Let me tell you, that was my first time taking a break from recording this podcast since I started it uh, a little over two years ago. So that was actually a welcome reprieve. And the more people I talked to about that, the more people they actually, uh, the more that people told me that every podcast that they listen to, (laughs) besides mine, of course, they always have break weeks, especially around the holidays and things like that. So I think it's going to be something I'm probably going to try to do going forward, especially when I'm on vacation and then on um, around the holiday time, because that way you can have the opportunity to listen to an episode again or catch up on an episode that maybe you missed or whatever, or maybe even, you know, check out a, a little crime podcast, who knows, whatever you fancy. But I just wanted to say thank you and thank you for joining me again coming back, coming back nice and fresh. It's nice. I've been camping. So camping's been starting, uh, but life has been good and, um, no real big updates at this time. So I'm not going to bore you with that. Instead, I want to dive in to talk about how you can descend confidently. This is a part of our mountain bike skills series that I'm going to be doing from now until infinity (laughs) here and there. I'll drop some episodes here that will help you with mountain bike skills, as well as I'll probably start to get into a little bit of gravel bike skills as well. And just some tips that you might need to know, some hot tips. And these are going to be a little bit shorter episodes sometimes, but sometimes not. All right. Today is going to be kind of maybe about 20 minutes long. So stay tuned. Um, But the reason I want to talk about this is because descending confidently basically means that you're not going to be overbreaking. You're not going to be going over the handlebars. You're going to feel like you're a little bit more confident, whether there's terrain changes or technical features, whatever is ahead of you. All right. So please know I'm recording this episode with the intent of knowing that descents vary in technique needed because of the terrain, the weather, uh, you know, how moist the terrain is and the angle of the steepness, of course, but please know that these are the basics to keep in mind regardless of those things that could change, okay? So let's dive in. First one, stay relaxed. Please try not to tense up. The key here is, you know, drop the saddle post. First of all, if you do have a dropper a dropper post on your, on your saddle, drop that to allow the bike to move under you, first of all, because that's going to make you feel more relaxed right out of the gate right there because then you're not having a saddle jamming you in the butt. All right. That's just uncomfortable. But also when you're descending, try to keep your shoulders down, you know, breathe. Don't forget to breathe. Try not to like hold your breath while you're doing this and then let the suspension move under you with the terrain. Your bike is going to want to move under you. The suspension is making it want to move with the terrain under you. Okay. So allow it. If the stiffer you are and the more tense that you are, especially in the shoulders and the upper body, I see this all the time, then you're going to be thrown around like a little pin pinball in a pinball machine. Okay. And you know, that's just not comfortable first of all, but also that increases the potential of you losing control of your bike when you're not relaxed. All right. So please try to relax, try to stay relaxed, try to move your body 
with the bike and the upper body with the bike and really try to, you know, pump those arms, which we'll talk about in a moment when it comes to to position. But first tip, stay relaxed. Second thing, look ahead. Please look between now and next. Now is the next one to two seconds in front of your front tire that I talked about uh, in last episode on what the number one tip is. Yes, I'm going to reiterate it here in this series. It's the top five tips that you can have for descending confidently because it is necessary, 100% necessary. So ping pong your eyes between now and next. Now is one to two seconds in front of that wheel. What's going to be happening, but not what is right directly in your wheel, all right? Or what your wheel is on actively at that time. I don't want you looking down, but you can look to now, what you're getting ready to encounter in the next one to two seconds, and then next, which is about three to six three to six seconds or so down the trail, sometimes 10 seconds if you really want to get ahead of yourself and prepare accordingly. But you want to look ahead, look up, anticipate your line choice. That's going to be incredibly important because descending is all about line choice. Really mountain biking period is all about line choice, but especially with descending because you do have a greater amount of speed and power and things like that behind you. So you want it to go in your favor. All right. Just try not to look down. All right. All right. Tip number three, we're already here. I want you to be in an attack position or also what's called a ready position. It's more readily called a ready position. Okay. So there's the neutral position, which is you on your bike, you're pedaling. All right. So just say you're pedaling, you're actively on your bike. Then you stop pedaling. You level out your pedals with the ground. So they're parallel to the ground. Then you're tall and relaxed. Your elbows are just slightly, slightly bent. And so so are your knees just because you're soft. You know, you don't want to be stiff. Again, you always want to be relaxed on the bike as much as possible. And then your chin is over the stem. All right. So again, with the neutral position, you're tall and relaxed. Chin is over the stem and your pedals are level. Now to get into the ready position, you're going to go from neutral down. So you're going to hinge at the hips, bend at the knees together. And then you're going to get low and wide. So your elbows are going to come out instead of down. And it's going to be kind of like you're in a push-up position. But I hate to use that that reference because everybody's push-up position looks different. Some people's push-up position looks like hell. Some people look a little bit better. All right. So your, your elbows shouldn't be by your side. And they shouldn't be all the way out into a T really. You know, because that's also unsafe and just uncomfortable for your shoulders. But I want, I want them kind of just out. I just want them out, right? Maybe in about like 10 to 15 degree angle it, from a T, right? So you're at a T, which is going to be kind of like a 90 degree angle with your elbows out to the side, right? I want them down just a little bit because it's going to help you save your shoulders and prevent any issues. The key here is being in the ready position is actually going to allow you to still have that chin over the stem. So your center of, of, of gravity here. Your, your center of mass, COM, is still over that bike. It's still nice and steady over that bike. So you're going to be balanced. And that is what you want when you're descending and also when you're climbing. Now, the key here, though, is that when you're in the ready position, you're able to move that bike under you. So remember, the first tip, staying relaxed, you're able to move that bike under you. But you're able to move it under you better when you're in the ready position position or also the attack position. I call it the attack position sometimes because people just remember that. All right. Now this helps your body act as suspension with your bike. So your bike already has suspension. Now you're just adding to it. You're adding to the cush and it allows you to move the bike under you over the terrain changes that are ahead of you. Okay. 
Now, when you're in this position, there's one final tip that I really do like to share with folks that I train, and that's for them to keep their heels down. Not both heels necessarily. Everyone's going to be a little bit different, especially with their pedal setup, things like that. But oftentimes what I find is incredibly stable is actually if you wedge yourself in between your pedals. So whether you have clipless or flat pedals, doesn't really matter, but whatever foot you have forward, which is generally your dominant foot, right? So whatever foot you have forward, when you have those pedals level, that foot, that heel is going to be down, right? And then the foot that's behind you in the back, that's going to have the toes a little bit more down. So that way you're, you're pushing against each of those pedals. So heels are down in the front, toes are slightly down in the, in the back. And that's actually allowing you to wedge yourself. If you actively press your feet against and out against those, those pedals, that is literally wedging you in between those pedals as you descend. Let me tell you, that can be really, really comfortable. And a lot of times people will find that more comfortable than trying to keep both heels down because sometimes both heels can be very complicated to keep down, especially depending on ankle mobility and things like that. Plus it can also sometimes for some folks that can actually cause them to pop a foot out. So that's why wedging your feet and wedging yourself in between your feet can actually just make a huge difference. All right. Difference rather. All right. Number four. Match the steepness of the terrain with your body. But here's the thing. Don't sit back too far. I see this mistake so many times. And I also still sometimes make it because I'm kind of old school. You know, I learned about over 20 years ago, how to mountain bike. And then I had a little bit of a hiatus. And back then we kind of took, you know, from the playbook of, of road cyclists. And quite honestly, sometimes they get back behind the wheels, or at least they, they used to. They don't much anymore. Um, but... Here's the thing, like I mentioned earlier, the center of mass, the COM, this is important. So you want to maintain the center, uh, or you want to maintain basically the control of your front wheel. And if you are too far back and you're sitting your ass back over that back wheel, your likelihood of losing traction on that front wheel is going to increase. So if you're coasting downhill, but there, there is a little bit of a difference here because if you're coasting downhill, you do want to get low and wide. So be in that ready or attack position and you do want to remain, you know, fluid, but you do want to keep your chin over the stem. All right. However, if you are breaking or there are excessive bumps or maybe even more mud, then you can move back a little bit, but try not to move back too much. I mean, even if you watch some of the best downhillers in the world, professional downhillers. They do this for a living in recent years, not from 20 years ago, but now you're going to see them time and time again. Keep that chin over the stem as much as they possibly can, because that's actually going to help them keep the control. But the thing is, is that they're in the ready position and they're low and wide. So they're not tall and they're not tall and, and sitting their ass back too far. Because again, that's going to, that's going to make them lose traction on that front wheel, no matter how steep that terrain is. Now, this is going to be something that's going to take some practice and help you kind of feel what that feels like, you know, on your particular bike, because again, everybody has a different geometry on their bike too. So this is why there isn't necessarily a blanket statement. There are definitely suggestions and that's why these are the top five tips, but please know your particular terrain, even in your particular state and city and county, that's going to be different than what I'm experiencing here in Colorado. But these are definitely the top five things that you can, you can keep in mind. All right. And this is going to be the most 
argumented one is, you know, the steepness, matching the steepness of the train with your body and then not, not sitting back too far, right? Because there's still going to be somebody that's going to come on maybe, you know, send me a hateful comment, um, or like maybe a nice comment. You never know. I have faith in people. Um, but they might say, Jen, actually, you know, actually you want to get really far back and Hey, I get it. If that works for them, more power to them. I'm just trying to keep you safe because here's the thing. Tip number five is what brings all this together and that's breaking. All right. If you're breaking too much, then yeah, you're going to have an over the bar situation, especially if you're too far forward and you slam on those brakes, especially the front brake. Sure. Yeah, that's going to happen. But that's why braking is so incredibly important. So you want to do it gradually. You want to brake gradually. You want to brake consistently. And you want to brake by modulating. All right. In you know, coaches speak, we call it GCM. Just for, for folks to kind of remember that. Now, when you want to do your braking gradually, that basically means that you're progressively applying your brakes. You're, you're treating your brakes kind of like a dimmer switch, all right? And this is incredibly important to make sure that you're you're not slamming on these brakes, especially the front brake while you're descending, all right? And now this is not to say that you should be scared of your front brake. You should never be scared of your front brake. And especially when you're descending, you should generally speaking, use both brakes, but use them gradually, consistently, and modulating. Now, when I said gradually, I did mean that, hey, the bra- the brakes are best applied progressively, like a dimmer switch. So lightly at first, then gradually harder until you slow down to however speed you want to be. All right, so try not to slam on the brakes. I know it's hard. If you're in an oh shit moment, great. Then you can go ahead and slam on the brakes all you want. I totally get it. But try to treat your brakes like a dimmer switch. Now, when I say consistently in terms of brake ac- application, that means that once you get to that that desired level of braking power, then you just want to stay there. You just want to keep it smooth. You just want to keep it consistent. You want to keep it there until you no longer need to brake. Then that's when you're going to modulate. You're going to modulate and adjust that braking power, you know, up or down again, like a dimmer switch. So this all goes hand in hand because, you know, the more you're braking, the more you will have to sit back just a little bit but we don't want you sitting back too far. So when you're in that ready position with the bent elbows, right? Push-up elbows, healthy, healthy, good push-up elbows, right? When you're, if you're pushing yourself back and you're moving that center of mass back behind your, your back wheel, for example, I want you to look at your arms. If your arms are still, are fully extended now and your elbows don't have a crease in them, then you're in the oh shit, oh shit danger zone, all right? Because that is definitely when you're not able to control your front wheel and control your bike as effectively as possible. So I want you to practice getting low, getting low, getting wide, widen those knees a little bit, allow the bike to be able to move underneath you because that position and having that center of mass directly over that bottom bracket, right? That is going to be so key to helping you keep traction on your bike, keep traction on your front wheel, rear wheel, and you know keep it evenly uh, distributed. That way you're not feeling like you're going over the handlebars and you're also feeling like you're not in the backseat of your bike with your bike controlling you and you not controlling it, all right? So that's how you descend confidently, friends. Again, let's review it. Stay relaxed, look ahead, be in a ready position or attack position, whatever you wanna call it, Match uh, the steepness of the train with your body, but don't sit back too far. Remember, chin over stem when you're in that ready position. Keep those pedals level, okay? And then last but not least, brake gradually, consistently, and by modulating. 
All right. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you found this helpful, please like, share it on social media, tag me in it. Please make sure you're subscribed to this podcast because that actually helps me so much. And if you've had a five-star experience, I would value your review so much. You can hit a review in Apple Podcasts or Spotify, whatever your podcast app is that you use. See if you can hit a review. It only takes a minute and I would be endlessly appreciative of that. All right, friends, that's all I have for you today, but I do have a link in the show notes for if you want to get to rider to racer and if you want to become, you know, go from just being a rider rather to being a racer, doing this program with VentureBirds and also teaming up with some excellent coaches, some of the best coaches in the industry, quite honestly. And I would love to have you a part, be a part of this program. So go to the link in the, in the show notes and check out what this program is all about, what is offered, what's included. It does also include a strength and conditioning program with me for eight weeks, which is awesome. And I'm so excited because this is honestly one of my favorite programs of the year. And again, you're going to be coached by some stellar individuals. The deadline to join is June 15th, 2023. So June 15th, again, that's going to be in a few days after this podcast episode drops. So check the link in the bio, get the details, and hopefully I will see you there and I will see you in Snowmass, Colorado here in just a couple weeks at the end of end of June because that's going to be the clinic that you're going to be a part of. You're going to be learning from a former pro downhill or excuse me, enduro racer and Galleon as well as Tori Royal and just some excellent all-around people that are in this program that you're just going to love learning from. All right, that's it for now. I hope you have a beautiful day and I will catch you on the trails later. 